0: You're listening to Mostly Technical, which is brought to you by Lair Jobs, the official Laravel job board, and Screencasting.com, where you can learn how to create high-quality screencasts faster than ever. Now, Ian and Aaron.
1: Welcome back.
0: How do I look? (laughs) Well-rested?
1: You actually look pretty good. I mean... (laughs) The whole thing is crazy you just had babies it's 10 o'clock at night where i am we normally record yeah. at 9 a.m where we're all messed up here but uh
0: yeah this is gonna be a wild ride so y'all buckle up <laughs> definitely <laughs> oh
1: man all right well i mean we gotta hear about these babies yeah Give us the scoop. they're great
0: they're That's freaking awesome. awesome yeah so we uh we had them one week ago today so we have two seven-day-old babies in the house if you can believe that that is just not that's not very many days um so they're great they're healthy everybody's happy um their names are isaac and virginia so boy and a girl and isaac was like five pounds something which for the non-parents is pretty small um but he's already gaining weight so that's great he's healthy and happy virginia was huge she was like uh, seven pounds 10 ounces wow. like a full two pounds bigger wow. than him i feel like that's
1: really unusual um, with the twins. it is yeah. it really
0: is um she was she actually pushing spent out of the one, way i yeah she ate all his food <laughs> she spent weirdly she spent one night in the nicu and he was just oh. like he was fine he was just chilling um but she had like a bunch of fluid in her lungs. Um mm. and so they, they she spent a night on a CPAP machine and then that was it. It was like I was freaking out, man, because they're like, Oh, we gotta take her down to the NICU. And it's like, what does this mean? And right. they just put yeah, a CPAP on her scary. and the next the next morning they brought her up and we're like, She's fine now. <laughs> <laughs> that was brutal. Um but yeah, beyond that, you know, it's great. We came home on Saturday, and so we've been home for Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. This is our fourth day home. Um wow. it's crazy. Man, it's just it's crazy. It's a lot of kids. <laughs> it's a lot of have you ventured out into the world yet? Yeah, so I've ventured out I've ventured out a couple so we haven't ventured out all I mean. Four. All, yeah, that's what I mean. All yeah, the kids. We've only we've only yesterday we went on a walk all four nice. and and our au pair jasmine and it felt right. like it felt like uh, my in-laws we took a picture and my in-laws said it looked like a parade and i said right. i would have accepted a circus as well because that's what it that's what it feels like Man, around seven here seven people that's what i'm talking seven about right there seven people that's yes a lot of people so many people yeah so it's been great i mean the the newborns are like i told jennifer i told my wife like what were we having such a hard time with the first time around because uh, when I'm the kids go ask to you school that, yeah when the kids go, to, like the big kids go to school, they're two and a half. They're not very big. Right. When the big kids go to school, air quotes, um, we just like, we feed some babies and then we put them back on their little, their little boppy things, their little beds, you know, all snugged up right. in their, right. their little wraps. Swaddle them. And- yeah. And they fully sleep for like two, two and wow. a half hours until it's until it's time to eat again. And so literally yeah. I'm like i'm watching grand designs i'm tinkering on you know my website writing blog posts and like jennifer's napping it's like what was so hard about this but i do yeah
1: just knowing every, i feel like the second kid and beyond is so much easier just at least in the sense of like you just know everything like you know what you're supposed yes. to do so there's like no overhead of like how do we do this thing or we're scared about yeah. this whatever you know the steps and even if you're tired and whatever else like there's not all that those questions at this point, you know. Yes, you got, you there's got that very
0: there's so much less. Like, are they dying right now? Right. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> Way like, less no, of that. that's what I said before. They just, yeah, yeah. just kind of lay there. Yeah, they're um, super
1: tough. They're
0: fine. They're like, super tough. Yeah. yeah. And these two, so our first set, boy girl, Simon and Amelia, um, came out of the womb. Amelia was like, "I'm in charge," and Simon was like, "That's fine. You do <laughs> that. I don't care." With these two, they're both super chill so far. And we'll see, you know, we'll see if it holds like they haven't even reached their, you know, full like 40 weeks yet. Because I think they came out at like 38 weeks or something. So they're still kind of just like, you know, incubating. They're still sleepy. Right, Um, right? But out of the womb, Amelia was like, I run the house and these two are just totally different. So hopefully we got two chill babies. We'll see. Wow. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be great. <laughs> a chill babies, man.
1: Uh nothing better than a chill baby. I never had a full man. chill baby. I had like a half a chill baby out of the three, but no mm-hmm. full chill babies. So we we I'm, have I'm one, you. but
0: you know, we just we didn't get to savor it because he came out with a non-chill baby next right. to him. So yeah. Uh
1: how's the the all the uh assistants and au pairs and oh, man. we and... got a
0: we got a full Downton Abbey staff over here. It's crazy. Yeah. Um it's great. I mean, we, like I said before, we lucked out with our au pair in that she's just like the best au pair that has ever existed Awesome, Um, and has continued to be. You know, when we were Mm -hmm. in the hospital, the big kids went to my in-laws house for like five or six days and the au pair um, stayed here, like slept at our house still, but went over there every day um, to do her Mm -hmm. hours over there and our in-laws. Afterwards, we're like, "Hey, so um, can we just keep Jasmine full time? Right, like, right. can can we hire her?" And I was right. like, "I know, that's what I'm talking about." Man. Um, so that was that was great, and she just, you know, she's very very good with the kids and flexible. Now that we have new kids, she's like, she's just the best. And then you know, the night nurse. So we have a night nurse every night for two weeks straight. Um, so smart. and so I am. I'm sleeping through the night like fully. Wow. um, Which I know is crazy. And Jennifer is sleeping through the night, save for, you know, the 30 or 45 minutes when she's feeding one of the twins. Mm. So the night nurse comes in, brings one of the twins. Jennifer feeds that twin and the night nurse feeds the other twin. Um, And then three hours later she brings in, you know, they alternate. Um, So it's great. Feel, you know, super rested. Um, I'm, you know, I'm glad I'm on paternity leave because I'm doing a lot more with the big kids. Like I'm, I'm getting them up out of bed, ready for breakfast, off to school, right. you know, ready for dinner, baths, put them to bed. Um, and Jennifer's popping in to say hello. But, you know,
2: yeah, it's, it's a full, like, full it, team it, effort it'll there.
0: change. Yeah, it'll change when the night nurse goes down to like every other night. And that's right. going to be a lot more tiring. Um, but for now, it's. It's Really great. The hard Honestly, part is the bigger kids,
1: yeah. Oh, for sure. I think so, in some ways, because they just always need stuff. And like the little ones are a little yeah. whatever, they're still little. The, the the bigger ones are running around and doing things, and they got to be, yeah, places and feeling and like, like and all that stuff.
0: feeling a lot of feelings about you know, right? Oh, yeah, busy, slash, mom How's and dad that going? Being, being in the back with the little babies. Um, it's okay, I think it's yeah. going okay. Um, I think the headstrong girl, Amelia, is having, she's having a little bit harder time and is acting out a little bit. Yeah. And that's been real, that's been really hard for me because our little son is just so like sweet and shy and, you know, kind. And she kind of like pushes him around. And so there's been a little bit of acting out and I'm like, oh gosh, like this is really <laughs> difficult. Um, so that that part has been, you know, and, and the brunt of that is falling on me solo right now. Well, I guess me and Jasmine, but you know, Jennifer's primarily caring for the little ones and I'm primarily caring for the big ones. And so, yeah, yeah, I mean, that whole dynamic of like, yeah, uh, there are new babies and I'm not the baby anymore. Fortunately, they were never the solo baby. You know, they yeah, were always a twin. Did, right. <laughs> so it's <laughs> they always like, had to ah, you for never some really attention. had us. Yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> um, but it's good. I think, you know, one of the I did take the big kids to Barnes and Noble the other day, which is like a mm. staple because they've got a little kids' corner. Yeah. And I drove good the minivan. That. And the minivan is now set up to hold all four children. And I took a picture. Um, and it's like two car seats in the middle, two car seats in the very back with the big kids in the very back. And now my forerunners got the car seats for the little ones, and Jasmine's VW has car seats for the big ones. And it's just like what are we doing? What is going on here? This is insane. Uh, yeah,
1: that's It's pretty insane. It's pretty. You're right. It's at the, so you,
2: ins-
1: I mean, we were always at the capacity for the real world. We always feel like it's five kids. Like nothing. You know, you can't get a booth at a restaurant. Yes. You can't like no. whatever. You're trying to like be on an airplane, but like it's only got four across. And then what do you do with the yep. fifth person? Like, you know, whatever. There's all these spots where five is too many but you're now at the point where like you're like even cars are going to stop fitting like you're just going to be we way blew if you past have, it yes. yeah if you go more than this forget it like it's going to be no insane. way you're going to have to have a compound and just never
0: leave if no you way go anymore that's it no you're way done? we're not we're done? not we we blew, we blew past the reasonable line and we're <laughs> right, just fully stopping there trust trust yeah. me we're not <laughs> we're not doing go for that. six
1: are we gonna go for six
0: Come no on. i would there's like a let's see there's jennifer would kill me but there's like a (laughs) if i could guarantee it would be another set of twins i'm like 30 percent on board (laughs) just for the but if it was a single if it was a singleton just for the story man story but if it was a singleton zero percent zero percent because i don't want any more kids i love a good story i don't want any more kids but i definitely don't want like a fifth one to be left out or you what know? if you get
1: triplets or something? That, oh,
0: that, that could be a nightmare no. scenario there. No way. So yeah, we're done. I'll see yeah. to it but, that we're done. You're gonna be point. busy for a while anyway. So yeah, I think you're covered. I think so
1: Although, I don't know, you're getting good. all this rest at night. You're the this nightnames for a couple of weeks. So genius. I wish I had yes. known you and thought of this. Because I just feel like that's always, we always just got so behind at the beginning. It's like, we're just yeah. wrecked the first like couple of totally weeks. Pwned. And yeah. then we're just behind the eight ball, like for the next three years. Cause we're just like yep. wrecked right from day one. And we never catch up and we're just exhausted the whole time. And it's just a mess. Yep. So like coming out the gate strong of like you're rested and your mind's around it. You're like, you got your yep. processes in place and your people and everything. And it's yes. like, yeah, like, okay. So once she goes away, obviously you're going to be more tired or whatever, but it's like, you're ready. Things are moving. You got some,
0: and we're doing a phase out. I mean, we're doing like right, and you're six doing that too. weeks right. of every other night. Or <laughs> so you something.
1: know, every other night, you got some good sleep at least, yes. which is fine. and
0: and it helps with like sleep training the kid, like the babies, mm. because it puts them on this super regular schedule. Where someone like an adult who is awake and cognizant is like running the show versus right. you know me and Jennifer yes. who are like, Oh gosh, what time is it? I gotta oh, go shoot to sleep. We're 30 minutes late. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so like having, you know, this you know, registered nurse who's, you know, whatever age, but has been doing this for 20 or 30 years, who just right. is crushing it. It's like, oh thank thank you for like managing us the adults so as smart. well. Right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, well, that sounds
1: great. Everything's going yeah, well. Kids are good. Stuff's happening. You're resting. You're thriving. Yeah. You're thriving. The, the best days of my life. Yeah. Yes,
0: exactly. It's crazy.
1: And you're still on the, the your grind years too. We're we're recording a podcast. It's the first. We that The show must like... go on. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh,
2: Listen, you that. go
0: to you go to Vegas, and suddenly we can't we can't record a podcast. I have a million children. It's like let's go. We got to record the pod.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're you're uh, you're on top of it. What can I say? I'm still yeah, catching up is... on my sleep. That's why I'm like I'm I'm so far behind.
0: I know. You're I want to hear. You're, I want to hear. <laughs> <laughs> well it, we're doing it we're doing it at 9 p.m because the night nurse got here at 9 p.m which means like i'm fully right now i would you know traditionally be in bed but it's like all right i i'm you free i can clear. do something yeah, yeah. exactly awesome. like i'm not needed out there
1: yeah so I, yeah, i'm at the office which is in town so i'm in town uh which is fine i actually came in into work at like noon i was like all right, i'm just gonna like work through till uh the pod so
0: and you okay. got yourself you got yourself a nighttime drink over got there some,
1: we got some the Belvine
0: look we, at the, that
1: there. there we go it's probably look at you this stuff is very good highly recommended the Belvine, uh 14 rum casks very good stuff. Very good stuff. Well, I'm ready. I'm to ready to drink for the, to the, takes. the kids. Drink yes, to the kids.
0: I'm ready for yes. the uh, for the takes to increase in hotness as the drinks go on.
1: I know. I should have been drinking this whole time leading up to this. Then I could. Have just, yes, be, you I, know, I was have. too worried. I'd be like, oh, I'm going to be too exhausted. So I just started drinking. When we do a holiday, when we
0: do like a holiday episode, like a crossover with somebody, yeah, we need we to we need to have some nighttime drinks and just some go beverages. for like three hours and see Ooh, see that's what comes a good out. Yeah. Oh, I like that. It'd be idea, fun, though. right?
1: Even Maybe even that one streamed or something. It's like, hey, come join that, us. Like, streaming have that drinks. would be a like, lot of fun. Yeah, that one could just be like a live episode where, yeah, some other yeah. crews with us and people, we can be on Twitter chatting with them or whatever. That would figure be great.
2: Yeah,
0: we should do that. So, like, one of those days in like Dead Week, so like December twenty right. second or something, where nobody's right. doing anything. Everybody's yeah. like, I'm basically checked out from work. Everybody's stay late and hang on the pod. Yep. Yeah, that'd be fun. All right.
1: We'll do that. I like that. That's a good idea. Oh man, so all right, I don't know. Should we do? Should we do some actual
0: stuff then? Or are we? Yeah, just we, we'll some content. Up? What do we hear? We got to we got to do the content content for all the right. content gods. Well, let's go. So that's
1: so this is also so I went to Vegas. Whatever, we don't need to cover that too much, but um, while, just before I left and while I was there, our database had this big implosion, and so this is also part of why we couldn't pod that day. I've been dealing with this stupid database stuff. That's right. So I don't know. You're, you're the database man. Maybe you'll so, have some insights for me, but I can lay
0: out my you... tales of woe. Yeah, I wanna hear from from what I saw on Twitter, you upgraded from five seven MySQL, five seven to eight, and five seven right. is officially end of life, right? right?
1: Or okay, short so very ex- shortly or is yeah. yeah, like within the next week or something, that kind of thing.
0: So you upgraded five seven to eight, and then just got totally hosed. I mean, don't, the, don't do. that. nobody the,
1: should do the, this. Just stay on five seven. The, Let's the just the tweet. Start
0: there. The tweet got some some numbers, so maybe yeah, you know, maybe it's like worth it tweet. in the end. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's worth um, it for the podcast. I don't know. Yeah, why exactly. My, my
1: sleep is suffering, but the podcast. So is... So
0: I saw the chart. Explain the chart and explain like what actually happened in the app. Was it was it trouble?
1: Yeah. So it's like well. All right, so we upgraded and we figured it'd be fine. Even upgrading was a bit of a nightmare because we're on RDS, mm. AWS, RDS, and, which is a very good service. We've been very, very happy with it. But not the best support-wise, right? So like not AWS with anything is not a managed support. service. Well, yeah. it, it is managed. It's managed, yeah. but then if you need anything, it's not managed. They're not going to help you with that, right? So like, okay. So we had, the, the, our database has been running forever. Like I do not even, know, eight years or something like that. So- uh, whatever there was something we were trying to use their new blue green uh, deployment mm. scheme, which lets you like kind of instantly flip over to a new yep. server on a new version and stuff like that. It's all magical. Great. So, but we couldn't, it was failing when try to flip over because there's some table that had some stuff in it, whatever that yep. is. And it was a table we couldn't access. So it was like some kind oh, of system no. table that we couldn't even do what needed to be done. So so we had to go through, like, the many layers of AWS support to get to the team that could actually touch your server, that could actually do the thing. So they did the thing, mm -hmm. great, fine. Did the blue-green deployment, fine. Everything's great. Uh, And then, like, a day or two later, it starts acting funky, blah, blah, blah. We go in there. Like, so I never think about this server because it's been so perfectly reliable. Right. Like, it just absorbs. We have hundreds and hundreds of customers, uh, over a terabyte of data. It's fine. So I haven't even looked at it in forever. So it's it's acting weird. I go in and look, whatever, the CPU is all crazy. I post that chart that I tweeted out. Um, But really, it wasn't actually the CPU. That was sort of a fake, a head fake. Uh, Really, what's happening is that it's it's running out of memory, and then it's swapping, and then Mm -hmm. everything goes crazy once you start swapping. So yeah. Yeah, so we've come up with a few tricks to keep it from swapping, um, which is basically to the best one. Do we have flush tables on like a script to run every hour, which is fine, but doesn't do that much. Uh, The best one is to change the value of the InnoDB buffer pool. Mm -hmm. Um, Just change it at all. Uh, So I go back and forth between two different numbers and then that causes some internal flushing more significant flushing of the buffer pool and memory not just change
0: it you're you're like toggling it back and forth i mean i'm just toggling
1: it back and forth so that it kicks off this internal process that clears a bunch of memory so that happens like once a day so once a day i do that um obviously this is not sustainable but this is just to keep everything like kosher um there is some there has been some improvements because we had to we re-ran um analyze table on all the tables mm-hmm. and so i think there was some like query execution stuff between five stats, 7 were and 8. stats were wrong and stuff like that so is making bad execution plans so that has helped but over 24 hours it will still start to tend down you know the freeable memory just trends down so Brilliant. uh yeah so i've given up Brutal. on aws support i just hired percona but you know, gotta get on their schedule and blah blah blah. Those yeah. guys are really good. We used them once before and they didn't know their stuff. They were like, this is all we've done all summer. They're like we have I'm just done sure. a million five point seven to eight upgrades because it's not too good in so many words. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's where I'm at. So I don't know. If people have ideas, I'd be happy to hear them before. I totally pay many thousands of dollars, but at the same time, I would pay
2: yeah.
1: I would pay twenty thousand dollars right now to just have this fixed. So like, I'm fine you paying could, them to okay, do it. But. This is
0: this is this is I'm off the clock. This you should pay way, way less and just move to planet scale. I don't well, understand uh, why you want to continue to manage this yourself. Sure.
1: Well, there's two different things there. One is that I, I don't know what the actual cost is gonna be. I'm assuming it's actually quite a bit less than twenty thousand dollars, but we'll uh, um, see. Uh moving services in the middle of everything so there's a couple of reasons why i don't love that idea because just one you're in the middle of stuff going wrong and then like you're throwing a new service migration in there which just feels like yeah. not maybe the safest route to go and then um you know and then we're sort of in this phase where i'm like working on the new help spot and stuff like that and it's gonna be all different um which we haven't talked about too much on here but so I don't really want to get into like a whole bunch of like re-architecting of how things work and things like that. Obviously, plant scale in general. Presumably I could just flop over. Um yeah. I don't know how it works with like we have a whole bunch of like security groups and all that stuff. We can does mm. plant scale go inside of a private security group, or I, it doesn't I don't think it's that kind of thing, right? Uh... It doesn't deploy into your uh, private network on AWS. Depends on that's how it. much it does you pay it. us. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, we're back up to the yeah. 20,000. It's only yeah, 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 20,000. Yeah, yeah. don't, don't worry, worry about do. that. Don't, don't worry <laughs> about that. No,
0: no, no. You can just flop over. That's actually, right. that's our, that's our tagline. You can flop over. Just um, flop
1: over. Yeah.
0: I mean, you can do zero downtime migrations. We'll hook up to your RDS mm. and like, and just been logs and stuff. And so right. you can like do zero downtime. And I think mm. it works both ways. Like you could flip over to us and we'll write back to RDS in case mm. you need to fail back to RDS. Right. Um, we can and do put it inside of people's AWS accounts. Um, mm-hmm. the, of course that costs a lot more, but you All still right. get to use the planet scale platform, but maintain All the, the infrastructure. Yeah. Um, I did see a, but yeah, your... the, like the the five seven to eight thing. You know, we just kind of handled that for everybody. That um, is nice.
1: Well, yeah. I don't know. So here's like, what are your thoughts on? So to me, it doesn't seem like it's queries, okay? Because here's the thing. Yeah. Before this all happened, like the memory was like literally a straight line. Like there was the freeable memory yeah. was just a straight line, no variation. Um, yeah. And the CPU is always at like 10 to 15%. Right. And since this has happened, the CPU is always at, you know, still at like 10 to 15%. Uh, the connections are like a straight line. Like we always have like yep. 600 connections. Um, and we do have a weird schema, which I was wondering if that's part of it. Cause we have like, we have, Database per tenant, so there's a bunch of databases, okay. and so there's a bunch of tables. So there's,
0: so you wouldn't even uh, thousand thousands of at at tables. Then, yeah. Oh really? Oh
1: it doesn't it doesn't yeah. handle multi uh database.
0: Our pricing doesn't. Okay.
1: There you go. Yeah. So a scale so not we, even we, an price,
0: we yeah we price per I don't f- remember what it's called, but it's schema or database per schema. What okay. We, yeah. All right.
1: So, so yeah. So yeah. we that that's not going to work because we have hundreds and hundreds of those. Um. So. So I don't know. It's weird. So I would feel like if it's like, well, I have the slow query log down to 10 seconds. I mean, there's the occasional 12 second, 15 second, but it's almost always like a full text search on a full text index. Right. So, you know, I don't know. Like, I don't feel like a 20 second query once in a while should like cause the memory to run out. You know what I mean? It's like very weird. So I don't know if it's like some setting. That's kind of my inclination, this is,
0: but. This is a little bit below the level of my expertise. Right. Um, We're down in the which guts is why I, now here. Yeah. Which is why I work so well at like a managed services company, because like I can teach people how to do better queries and not teach them like, here's how you manage the database. Because like I right. actually, it turns <laughs> out, DBA. I don't know. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. The r-
1: real DBA stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. A, I'm just like, you know, if the application developer knew something about databases, that's me. Um, right. Right. The MySQL eight has not been without its bumps, I will say. There have been there have been some bad point releases that have really like kinda mm-hmm. hosed kinda hosed some people on performance.
1: Are you guys at like eight dot zero dot whatever or cause I think like the eight dot one and two or whatever? There's other point releases that full point releases out now. I didn't know if uh what do you you know what you guys were on Are by there? default? I thought there was. I thought like eight point one at least was out.
0: Maybe I'm wrong. I think we're at like or maybe eight point like zero point thirty five or something. Yeah.
1: Okay. Oh, that's all right. So that's what that's what I was wondering. Oh, there yeah. is yeah, there's there is an eight point one, but it might not be. Um, you know, I yeah, know I haven't like seen any talk stable. about that. Okay. Um.
0: Yeah. But yeah, so we run we run like point point upgrades. This is this is all shaky. So nobody quote me on this. Um, and don't send this to my boss Holly because it is kind of shaky. Um, <laughs> we run point upgrades on on all the databases like we keep you up to date basically. Right. Mm-hmm. And so there are stats somewhere and I'll see them fly through some channels of like how many databases have rolled to 0.34 to 0.35, that sort of thing. Right. Um, and of course, you know, Vitesse is managing most all of that, like that orchestration kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we, we keep, we keep people up to date on, on the point releases and that's how we see regressions so quickly. Cause we'll see, you know, we'll bump, you know, a thousand or 10,000 databases from, yeah. 30 to 31 and be like, ooh, some stuff got noisy here. Right. Um so
1: Yeah, yeah I don't know. We'll see. Not, I mean I, not great. Maybe it is a weird I mean, there are tons of queries and there are tons of weird queries. Um, so it's possible there's like I know some people said like group buys are not as good now and some things things like got that. worse. So, Something
0: with, yeah, big I mean, maybe, of JSON documents, I think also got worse. Yeah,
1: we don't even use JSON, so it's not or not much mm-hmm. anyway. Um D- definitely no queries. It would just be like returning it if we use it at all. We have we have serialized PHP in text columns. Oh yeah, yeah. That's it's old um, school. It's old. You school know, there's not a lot of documentation about
0: that. Yeah, <laughs>
1: pre JSON, but that wouldn't hurt the database because that's all stuff that comes no. back to the app layer. So like, yeah, I don't know. So could there be like a serialized query PHP that um like causes a huge memory like a big- usage? but it yeah, doesn't take CPU sort. and time. Like, I not know. It's so weird to be like, yeah, like a huge sort that uses five gigabytes of memory that
0: shoves it all into memory, doesn't
1: use CPU though. And doesn't cause that connections does to pile and then doesn't release when it's done. So then I was like, well, maybe there's like something dying at a weird point where like the memory is yeah, not, not free or whatever. Like bad, very weird. I don't know. It's very, very
0: weird. So yeah,
1: we're going to see, hopefully the, the uh, DBA guys can, they seem quite confident in fixing it, so we'll see how it oh, that yeah. goes. But, um, That's
0: how they sell you $20,000 for yeah, consulting. I mean, you know, when you come confident. to them desperate, you're like, You're I not just, buying 20000 for me. I told you, yeah. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, so I don't know.
1: So then I had next, I just wanted to cover this too, because I always at this point, whenever you get to database stuff, I, hate, I, I love databases. Like databases are one of my things I'm quite interested in. I, I really know? enjoy databases. But when there's database problems, it's like the kind of thing that's like maybe I should go get a bodega, maybe I should just yeah. do something else, right? Because like the database, the, I, all the customers, you. the stress—you understand the, the stress. Some sort of plan scale gets this right. They get it. So then I get into like Dynamo DB mode. That, that's where I go. Uh-oh. I go Dynamo DB, and I'm like, if I just shove everything Dynamo DB, it's infinitely scalable. It's literally you couldn't possibly shove, and you could never hurt this thing. It's it's infinite. It's actually infinite. And then I go down that path. But there's all the... Then I have like 40 there's systems all, of like... that's no. yeah. all the stuff that has to hang off of it so you can like run a report or like all that. Ever. Like yep. now you have these 20 systems that are all connected to it to actually make an application, which that's the part that's mm-hmm. terrible. But the data part, I'm like, oh man, it's even like old school. Like, ah, screw all those tables and shit. Just yeah. shove everything in one table. Denormalize exactly. everything. Like that's me. I love that. I love that stuff. Yes, let's denormalize no. it. Let's, put, let's shove don't, it all into don't. weird stuff. I love Listen. that. Listen...
0: Alex Debris is has yeah. gotten to you. Don't he let his has. don't his let his so smiley good. and happy persona <laughs> trick you into going no sequel. Uh,
1: uh, With the
0: tiny caveat, I don't know anything about no sequel, but the tiny yeah. caveat that all you have to do is figure out your access patterns up front before you do anything else. I mean, now <laughs> that, that you're 20 years stressful. in, you you, you could probably could you'd be fine. You would be yeah. fine. But every everyone thing. else is like, "Oh no, you don't yeah, you can you, you just need to know what queries you're going to run. And I'm like, when when does anyone ever know what queries <laughs> yeah. they're going to run at the beginning? Nobody so knows. Funny.
1: So I've been reading. I didn't know anything about this guy, but I found him randomly awesome. on Twitter. Yeah, he seems like a great guy. I bought his book. He's a genius. Yeah, it's like 400 pages of like DynamoDB. Yep. I, I tweeted at him. I'm like, listen, this is like the only resource I've ever seen about yes. DynamoDB that has like front to back, soup to nuts. This is the whole picture because it's always like here's yep. an article or here's a thing. Obviously, AWS docs are useless. Like, there's no place to just useless. see like yes. the whole picture, right? So, great book if you're just even interested in it. Highly recommended. Well, Dave, you could link his book in the show notes. Um, yes, and follow him yeah, on so, Twitter
0: too because he's he's extremely yeah, smart, I did start and following thoughtful.
1: him. Yeah, but, so very very interesting book, and I feel like it lays it out really well. Um, but yeah, so I'm like the whole time I'm reading it, I'm like, well, on the one hand, this is perfect for me. Because I know our data patterns like super well, right? And then on the flip side, I'm like, how does anybody else use this thing? Because unless you have been building this app for like 20 years, like I have. How the the hell do you know your data access patterns? I have no idea. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, maybe if I'm just like an internet of things and I have a light bulb and like the light bulb only ever sends me like, you know, data logs or like, you know, whatever, it was on, it was off. Like it's very straightforward.
0: Maybe.
1: But like a real application that's like a, B2B SaaS type app with like, you know, what you would normally have like 90 tables or whatever to build. And like, I don't know, how do I know my data access pattern sufficiently to know what I have to do?
0: (laughs) And and this, I just, I need to read his book because I truly don't understand. Yeah, you should. SQL. I just, I just don't like, I just don't understand no tables, no joins, no, I'm like, what? Sounds glorious, Uh, honestly. What is it, then, <laughs> Truly, what is it? And I just, I haven't, you know, I haven't come up with an answer. Yeah. So, I mean, it's
1: just an infinitely scalable place to dump piles of data, which is kind of awesome. Like, I just listen, love that idea. if
0: you don't want to, if you don't want to migrate to another... Provider that is like a hosted MySQL provider. You do not want to migrate <laughs> to
2: Dynamo
1: I could never migrate to gonna, it per se. That it, is gonna be definitely a couldn't mess. Be, yeah, no, no. This wouldn't be a migration. This would be more of like the, you know, future super version of HelpSpot, which is like yeah. re-architected, could possibly use that, right? But it is still like, it's so far away. And it's also like it's it just requires a bigger team than we have i think too because it's just like yeah. you just need these other systems and then those other so now we've gone from like yeah we got to make sure like this one key systems up to like now there's five key systems and like making sure yeah. that all works and you're dependent no. on aws for those Man, systems and the support is stuff.
0: if you had a multi-tenancy <laughs> in a single schema you would be perfect for planet scale because we could shard i mean we were we We can do a million queries a second. Like we don't have any problem with that. We've done that. But the multiple schemas, we just don't have a, we don't have a pricing solution for that, which is a real pity. Because we price yeah. like per database, you know.
1: All right. That's not going to work for sure. Not going to work. Uh,
0: can't, pay, can't pay 39 <laughs> times 600. Right.
1: This is old school because it's like, you know, yeah. we uh it was an on-premise app that became a cloud app. So like you could re-architect the whole thing to have tenant IDs and whatever, or you could build individual databases. So that's what we did. Yeah. Um, and Um I actually really like the individual database. There are a lot of upsides to the individual database. Like yeah. I feel like people just auto don't do that. And they're just like, yeah you know tenant ids and in the tables yeah. but it's but it is super nice um to have that at times where it's like somebody wants to export it's like yeah that that's nothing it's easy boom it's one do command. whatever like, you want it's, uh,
0: the right. whole database you're, you know, you're the open super up admin them we you could look to. at like, like you yeah, can see the whole let thing
1: let them do things like that we don't actually let them go that far with it but we could um or if we wanted yeah. to run one customer who have got like a crazy heavy setup on a separate mm-hmm. server like we could do that and yeah. So there is some cool stuff with it, um, and just also and things so like mentally, you will never, yeah, you'll never so have mentally a query pure, error, yeah, right. <laughs> like there's no I query I could write that will expose another customer's data. Just literally impossible. Yeah. So that's super nice. Um, so but I you trade even,
0: it for you trade it for op like DevOps yeah the complexity. Like you got to run a migration across six hundred yep. databases and make sure everybody got it. Before right. or during the code release for six hundred, yeah, you know, it's a whole it process, yeah,
1: yeah. So and for us, it wasn't too bad because again, since coming from on premise, like well, each of our customers actually gets their own server, so they have they each have their own mm. front server, like a very tiny AWS like T three whatever. Right. But um, <clears throat> so they're already like it's like we can already roll out releases per customer, and which is also kind of nice about our current architecture.
2: Yeah, that's kind of nice. Um,
1: versus a, pure SaaS where it's like well we're just rolling out and everybody gets it and if there's a problem everybody gets it and all that kind of stuff and yeah having to make sure you hot migrate whatever all those things yeah um so yeah we have databases in different states and things which is kind of cool at times but um man yeah, they're, it's it great. I, l- is annoying.
0: I love hearing about this because you're like running a you're running a a real business like capital R (laughs) real real business it's not it's not just like it's not just like hey why don't we switch from you know Netlify to Vercel today you're like F that I got 600 (laughs) databases and you know 600 T3 servers sitting in front of them like I'm running a real business here man I got it just, serialize PHP in a freaking column. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I, like, wouldn't, I wouldn't out. lead with that. But yeah, we know <laughs> that is the mark of like, I've seen some things. I've been yeah. running this business for a long time. This is
1: how we had to do it back in the day. We didn't have your nice little JSON. It was like, well, I could put it in XML, which is super annoying. It has its own weird qu- and Man. like also no good XML parser. I could put it in XML theoretically, but like not actually a nice way to get it there or a nice way to get it out.
0: Or I could just serialize I never, to PHP. Thought, i never thought i'd get hit with the we didn't have json in my day <laughs> yeah.
1: we did not have json in my day we
0: didn't have json in nope. my day
1: crazy man <laughs> i know it's so crazy
2: oh and, that's and that still in there
1: it's not like i mean yeah whatever there's tons of parts we've updated in different ways but there are still some parts that have some stuff like that and it's like yeah Whatever it works.
0: Man, the first time I felt super old in web (sighs) development was when somebody Mm -hmm. said, "Where do you host your front end?" I was like, "Where do I host (laughs) my front end? My front end lives in the browser. The client uh, has my front end. What do you mean, where do I host my front end with my
1: back end all together on the same server?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I send the front end to the client. I don't understand the question. Yeah, Yeah, but didn't have JSON back in the day. That's a different, yeah, different era,
1: whole different world back then. So it That's is fun wild. playing with this newer stuff I've been messing with and being like, yeah, we got JSON, we, got, we can query the JSON, we can do all kinds of stuff. I don't know why the databases yeah. don't make it nice to query the JSON. There's still like a little disconnect between like everybody's got these JSON columns, but then they don't.
0: Wonky syntaxes and stuff.
1: Yeah, or even just doing it at scale. It's like, yeah, you can query into the JSON, but they're always like, you really shouldn't query into the JSON. (laughs) Like, Or you got to build a computed column or whatever. Yeah,
0: you do have to do that. Yeah, Yeah. I'm (laughs) saying, like, it's a whole thing. (laughs) And a
1: computed column is kind of a BS because, like, then you're... Because here's the thing. This is all one of these, like... Don't come
0: for computed columns. That's my my favorite. I mean, I I love a computed
1: column, right? It's fine. But here's the thing. It's also f- like fake because for a real use cases, it's useless
0: because what like do you mean we ha- real use cases, it's useless
1: because here's the, so here's our use case, right? Where it's totally useless. So okay, one of so the problems we have,
0: just for the record, this is one use case, but this is on. a
1: very common use case in real business applications that you won't okay. find with these people building their little JavaScript things, but real, <laughs> real businesses have this problem, which is that okay. we have big customers yeah who want a lot of custom fields yeah right? they do, and okay. mySQL has a limit on how many r- columns you can have in a table, and it's based yep, on like the width yep. of the thing, whatever wow. yep. so it ends up being in practice like 250 or something like that, generally speaking depends on the width of the columns blah blah, blah.
0: right row size I think but yeah
1: yeah so right the rows can only be so wide, so like depending right. on how wide you make the columns, whatever so um so okay, so oh yeah, I'll use JSON and I'll use yeah. computed columns. But you can't because a computed column is just a real column. So you have the same exact limit with a computed column Wait, as whoa, a real whoa, whoa, column. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Same exact limit.
0: Back up, back up, back yes, up. Sir. You just, you, you explained some problem and uh-huh. then you were like, uh, uh, JSON, and you said it doesn't work. So what what <laughs> What, it does what work, is the but middle trade-off? What is the middle? So you put all of these custom fields into a JSON column, right? You so can, you do can that. just blow up a big blob, and which then what I'm are probably going to do at some point. What are you doing with the computed columns? You're trying to then parse so, it can, back out into into computed right. columns. Well, that's what you would have to do, <laughs> no. right? That's not what
1: you have to do, but <laughs> no. that is a. All right. So if you want to efficiently search with an index inside JSON, what's the solution?
0: You put. A computed column. Yes, exactly. So you so have 200 the, 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 separate but, 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 fields.
1: Or why 400 are you, why or 500. Are you, no, 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 okay. no, no, no. This you, is, all right, this give me is, the structure. Give me the structure, no, baby. No, We're learning. No, no,
0: no, I'm excited. This is, this is nonsense. is some so knowledge on me. You, you drop a big blob into JSON, right? So you got okay. your whatever. You got your 50. Is it 200? Maybe it's 200 fields. You drop right. into JSON, right? Presumably, you've got a few... Hot columns or hot fields that people search on, right? Mm -hmm, So we'll say, like, category. uh, I don't know what you do, but category t shirts, right? It doesn't matter. You're you're e com now. So, category, size, Mm -hmm. you know, price, whatever. If those are the 80, 90% use case, those become, first of all, those maybe become top level columns, but like, you know manufacturer and material and all those other things that nobody ever searches on you don't need mm-hmm. to search on you can still you can still search on the json blob without mm-hmm. breaking it out into an indexed column that's fine also yeah. you don't have to create the column you can just put a functional index on it so you could like you, you don't need to have the column It has its own limit.
1: Indexes are 64. It, There's less the smaller limit. Yeah, that indexes. does have its
0: own limits, but you don't have to, like, break them out. And you could put one on, you know, size and category and whatever as a okay. computed. So there, there are ways around it. But if you're shoving it all in JSON and then recreating columns out of it. Okay. I think but that's but here, here's what I'm going to tell you. So, here, so, here,
1: so here's here. here I'm going I'm to bust out the real
0: on you. This is the real all deal. Right, tell me. Where, tell here's me. Where, here's where you are. Yes. Incorrect. um Wow. Well, well, here's where I don't have all the information. Well, Let's start yes.
1: there. so here here is the here is the thing. So help spot. Right. We have, have it. HR, HR departments using it. Okay. We have e-commerce retailers using it. We have software companies using I see. it. I right? We have manufacturers mm-hmm. using it. Yep, yep, yep. They are adding custom fields for their own yep. uses. Be, I have no idea what they're doing, right? They're just like right. custom field to store an address, custom field to store a uh, plan type or whatever, right? right? Okay, fine. So the only way to then do this is that I have to then ask them in some form or another, will this be a column that you're using a lot and need to search, right? It starts to get complicated in terms of like, yes, if I have a predefined use case, I can define those indexes or maybe okay. there's, mm-hmm. I make mm-hmm. things into mm-hmm. real columns, right? Whatever. Mm-hmm. But when the customers and the users are just out there doing it on their own, they don't know that a filter means they that they're going room. to have to query an index and blah, blah, blah. So yes, could we then architect some type of like, we're tracking what fields are getting filtered Bingo. on and things like yeah. that. Potentially, but now okay. So that here's just second. No, definitely. But so here's the thing: in our current architecture, that could work. So our current architecture builds columns. That's what it does. Great, real columns, which has tons of awesome benefits because you have like the data type. It's got indexes. It can sort. It can all those things. It's just better, right? Yes. So if you're building a pure SaaS app, though, with a multi-tenant in a single database. You're, again, back to a situation where, like, people are building custom fields, all different uses. I mean, now I would need thousands of indexes, right? I can't, it's impossible. I can't index Mm -hmm. that many things. So then you have, like, do you do, like, the EAV type situation? Do you just do, you know, my current thinking on it is more like I'm going to find other things to sort of use as indexes, like date ranges, and then, like, let the database churn through the JSON in the smaller data set, right, or whatever.
2: mm -hmm, mm mm-hmm.
1: But it's very messy. The like custom fields are one of these things that are just a disaster kind of when you hit real people doing real stuff with it. And there's sort of like a lot of different use cases. Like if you have a, a more defined use case, it's easier. But like if you have this people all over the place doing all different things, it's hard to narrow down <clears throat> how to how to do that. So I don't know. I don't know if you have other other ideas there. But
0: Okay, so this is good. This is good. Yeah, this is good. We're, content. we're deep in database. Yeah, land this today. is good content. So I, I think <laughs> Okay, so that is actually, that is a good, uh, I don't know what the word rejoinder is. I don't hmm. know what that word is. Hmm, I like That's this one. I, I hope we're, I yeah, hope yeah, we're yeah, making yeah.
1: up words here now. Yeah. I love
0: it. A rejoinder. <laughs> I need to, I let, you. let's define a rebuttal. rejoinder. Rebuttal is what hope, I was looking for. I hope we just invented no, a word is great. here. great. A rejoinder is a reply, especially a sharper or witty one.
2: Holy cow, that, that was a rejoinder. That
1: was a rejoinder. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a man <laughs> who just had twins
2: and Seven i just days independently ago. derived
0: rejoinder <laughs> that's amazing oh that i'm incredible. the one drinking i thought you'd be you're, yeah you're just pulling this out oh it's that's crazy. that's the show ladies and gentlemen well, there Let's we, end go. We, should just, we should just
1: end <laughs> right there
0: totally wow well, and good rejoinder i must say <laughs> on the uh on the custom schemas thing so uh, i think the interesting part is mm. what you'd say like You know, one row, let's say one row is, you know, storing something about uh, e-com and the next row is a different tenant. So it's storing like HR data. And so the JSON blobs are totally different. So how do you define, Right. how do you define what the hot attributes that you're going to index are? That is interesting. And I don't have a good solution to that. However, Mm. I wonder if you could get away with, like you would still have to know that for tenant one, you know, the, the hot attribute is like plan type. And for tenant two, it's like t-shirt size or whatever. Mm-hmm. You would still need to know that. And you'd have to either ask that or infer it based on their usage, which I think would be interesting. But I wonder if you could store the attribute name alongside the JSON and create basically like a um, kind of like a obscured or abstract column. that's basically like search value one and for mm. some people that pulls one key out of the json and for other people it pulls a second or like a third mm. key out of the json i would have to look into that because if that's mm. possible that would make very a very interesting video for
2: planet scale mm. hmm well, there we go much we to consider that okay <laughs> yeah. yeah thank yeah, you i, mean, there, I
1: appreciate there that there are like a bunch of different i mean obviously there's like i mean i've you know this is an area i've gone pretty deep on so there's like the eav tables which are right. very interesting because you get a lot of the sorting and different benefits but are Don't actually pretty complicated like query. Yeah, there's a lot of weird times. querying that has to go on. Yeah. Um, and then there's, like, dump dump everything in JSON. Um, and then there's, you know, building columns. Then there's, like, obviously in a multi-tenant single database, you can't really build dynamic columns like we do right. currently. But you could do the, like, hey, there's, there's 50 custom fields. That's what you get. And there, right. these are 50... 50 actual columns in the database or whatever I think in modern apps you don't I you used to see that all the time back in the day you don't really see that anymore um, I think things are fast enough my inclination is that things are fast enough now that as long as you have a reasonable something you can index on even if it's a right. date range that gets you within some kind of ballpark that for all but the maybe mega huge customers that I think
2: that's, that's probably, probably gonna be right.
1: fine um, that's sort of and yeah you know, with some decent caching of queries and things like that uh that you can get pretty far but that's the way i've been approaching it i mean the json is great because it's so flexible it's like yes and you can right. have infinite custom fields and you can they can be whatever you want they can be all kinds of weird shapes they could store json themselves maybe if you want to have yep. like an address that understands the different lines of the address or something like whatever you get all different cool things which is awesome so i think there's some good trade-offs there which is why for the new stuff i'm leaning most likely doing just the json blob, but it is does have its own conundrums, which is where it gets me into like dump everything into DynamoDB, baby. Just dump it in there. It's a big empty bucket. You know, infinite. I no bottom. Say,
0: I hate to say it, but Postgres has a better index type <coughs> for JSON mm, than MySQL does. It has thing? like thing? Yeah. So we have similar columns. So they mm. have JSON B, We have JSON. But we only have indexes via generated columns. Um, mm. Or you can put an index over a JSON array. Which I understand ceases to be valuable at some point, but okay. Postgres has a a gen, gin g i n general mm. inverted something. Oh, um, I think I've seen this. But it's this basically a little bit. like you put an index on the blob, and it kind of figures out like so. It's not a B tree. It's not a full text. It's some other it's like its own structure, thing. and they kind of figure out like, yeah, we'll you know we'll speed up your queries with this gin index. What, but we just what's your thought
1: on Postgres?
0: man i don't have a lot of thoughts and Mm. this is like this is one of the things i've been kind of struggling with and i put it on the list at the very bottom um we can get there or not but like Mm. i don't i just don't have a lot of thoughts on the things i don't use a whole lot and i don't use a lot of things and it's kind of hard (laughs) because people are like you know i'll make a video on my personal channel and people are like hey can you cover symphony and i'm like no I, <laughs> yeah. I like what's your opinion on Laravel versus yeah. Next.js? I'm like, dunno, right. man. Yeah. Laravel's probably better, but I don't use it. And on Planet Scale, they're like, make a video about MySQL versus Postgres. I'm like, I've never used Postgres. Right. I don't know anything about it. Right. Um, so I don't know. I think from what I understand, Postgres is much harder to operate and scale at like the operational level, but mm-hmm. that doesn't matter to, to a lot of people. Um right. And so I think a lot of like DBAs and DevOps and sysadmins and those kind of people prefer the scalability and like, I don't know if it's reliability or like simplicity of MySQL versus Postgres. Um, And there's something like there's some weird thing about the the internals of the way that Postgres works that makes it difficult Mm -hmm. for it to either scale or shard or be horizontal or something. And I just don't know. So...
1: No hot takes there, then. No,
0: no No. hot takes. I'm like, I don't know. If you use it, it's fine.
1: Yeah, I always feel like on paper, it's better. Like, you're like, oh, it does this. Like, it has this fancy gin index, right? And that looks cool. Mm -hmm. Like, there's all this paper benefits, I feel like. But then, yeah, I don't know. I used it once for a production system, which was a gigantic mistake because I was like, oh, Mm -hmm. this is the new hotness. Let's use this thing. This is like 10 years ago, whatever, on a a thing Taylor built, actually, Taylor of Laravel. And. Heard of him. Whatever. It was like. We'll use Postgres, blah, blah, blah. So first of all, the query language is a little bit different, which I don't care for. Different. I'm a MySQL, SQL Server yep. query language guy. I'm not a Oracle Postgres guy. So that's a little weird to me, but whatever, fine. Uh, but yeah, and, you know, and it went down and I'd had this guy like on contract who's like a Postgres guy ostensibly. Yep. And he was like, he, he said he had it all set up. So if there's ever any issue, we can restore blah. blah. So I was like, okay, well, we need to restore because shit's down. It's all broken. And customers are mad, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, man. And it took him like 12 hours or something. You know, it was like a whole production. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? Like, this is just, I can't be using these tools. This is the yep. kind of DynamoDB thing too. Like, I know yep. my SQL. I know SQL yep. Server. If something goes wrong, I can get in there and I could do some shit if I have to myself. And yep. which is sort of a bad attitude. This is a whole bootstrapper thing. That's a whole other thing we could talk about someday. But like ultimately i feel comfortable that i could get in there and at least hack around and half-ass fix something yep. if i absolutely had to whereas that's like exactly this whole postgres I, I have no idea anything about it i'm just gonna be googling yep. random shit and have no idea where to even start uh if there's a problem so
2: that's what's what t- exactly kept me away how from i it. feel
0: yeah. and i'm the same i grew up i grew up on my sequel like literally right. since i was like you yeah. know 10 11 12 that's what i've been right. using <laughs> it's just like i i know it yeah I, like it it's been around for a thousand years it's kind of how i feel about php it's like yeah it's good i like it it
2: works
0: (laughs) i know it i like it it works it's been around which means it'll be around and it does the job that i want it to do so yeah yeah. there you go i like it i'm I'm led to believe that there are great things about it but eh, it works
1: the who has the time and energy and effort to like go and that that is one thing that like customers and things like that clarify for you to some degree because it's like, yeah, there's just no time like to yeah. go over there and like the risk and time and everything of like, that's something you might do. Like I'm sort of getting started on it now for like the first time in 20 years, right? It's like the kind of thing like you can't just be doing that every year. It's like, well, yeah. I'm going to go try Postgres now. Like, you know, no, yes. like you have 8,000 other things to do. Like you're not going to try Postgres now. You're just going to do what you need to do to ship the next batch of features or whatever you're doing, so Yeah, I think we should talk about the thing you put at the bottom because that's interesting. Uh, Yeah, that leads leads right
0: right into this. Um, I've just been having this thought recently and realizing that, like, I think it's always been true, but, like, crystallizing and realizing that my, like, goal, the thing that I'm aiming towards is not to be a great engineer and is not to be a great software developer. And what you said there at the very end is, like, 100% 100% how I feel like you don't have time to do it because your work at like you're working towards some other goal in your case right. like serving customers and I think my goal is to just like make stuff and it always has been ever since I was ever since I was very young I've just loved making things and software just happens to be like the the mechanism by which I make stuff and it's right. weird <laughs> because I see like I see on Twitter and like uh, we'll just say Twitter I see on Twitter all these people arguing about like the most technically pure way to do something right. and I look at it I'm like y'all and I'm like, y'all, I don't care about that at all right. and then you know I'll make a video either on either channel and people will be arguing in the comments about whether something is like a capital G good idea and I'm like I don't know it right. works <laughs> like what's the problem it works yeah. and you know people like spending hours and hours and hours customizing their text editor. And I'm like, I just, I open PHP storm. And like I get to work <laughs> and I don't know. I feel a little, I feel a little, um, I don't know, like silly or embarrassed sometimes where I'm like, yep. Yeah, Whatever, I just you know sometimes I hide stuff in PHP Storm because it's annoying. But literally, that's right. the extent of like my Same. customization of my you know Vim or whatever. I have never used Vim in my life. Oh, no, I use Vim
1: is ridiculous. Forget Vim. And
0: I use I use a I use a Git <laughs> GUI, and I don't feel bad oh, about I love it the at GUI. all. No, it's like, well, I don't care. And so the that that's the thing that's crystallized, and I feel like there's a good tweet in there somewhere um, that'll that'll get it'll get like that message like really <laughs> sharp but like my goal is just i'm my goal is not to be a soft like a great software engineer my goal is to make cool things so yeah that well, that's, that's been uh, i've been ruminating on that
1: <laughs> there's only so much time like that's the thing there's only so much time and like you have to figure out what you want to spend your time on and you can't be helping customers achieve their goals and be the greatest Laravel PHP developer in the world. Like these are just conflicting goals. You can't do them both. There are, you know, very ultra rare exceptions to some degree of people who are Mm -hmm. just uh, mostly people who just absorb the programming side really quickly and well. So it's like, oh, they read this thing once and they forever remember it and they're like Mm -hmm. super excellent. Like they just sponge in the information. But still, you only have so much time and you have to pick what you want to do with it. And like, yeah. And, and, that's where like people working in huge companies, like that's great for them. right? it's like I'm yes, responsible for this class it. or this yes. little section. And I'm the world's foremost expert in this thing. And yes. I don't have to worry about anything else. Like nobody's calling me, nobody wants a new feature. Like I just keep this little thing running, or even you know, a moderate size thing, but I'm the expert in it and that's it. But yeah, if you're more entrepreneurial, that's not always a trade-off you can make there. It's like, yeah, I can't be the best at lots of things i can't be the best at anything like i'm not the best at at anything anything.
0: (laughs) period i'm not the best i'm not the best video editor i'm not the (laughs) best database person i'm not the best laravel person i'm not the best open source person i but i do a lot of those things pretty well and like that's what i like that's what i want to be doing that amalgamation of you know six different things is what i want to be doing i think i just feel self-conscious sometimes when i see people talking about like see people embedded let's say in like a you know a Facebook or a Netflix or something talking about you know all of the things they go through to be the best software engineer that they can be and I'm like oh that ain't me right. that is just <laughs> that is just not me yep. I've got too much other stuff I want to be doing
1: well you know it's funny too because there was um I was listening to this morning, the Caleb and Daniel released a "No Plans to Merge" oh, yeah. episode. I already listened that, to it. Yeah, right. So I was listening <laughs> to that, uh, and uh, they talked about us and this show a little bit. And one of the uh-huh. things they talked about was that they were surprised how much I code. And I know I feel like this is one of these things where it's like you know what I I'm not an excellent programmer, but I do know a lot about the problem space of my particular little area and. Yep. Um, and I've seen a lot of things when it comes to like what users actually do with software and things like that. And so, yeah, I'm like building the software because like that's what got me into this to begin with. It's like I like building software because I enjoy it. Yes. I enjoy the artistic elements to it. I enjoy like connecting what users want to do with what the technology allows. And I'm not always doing that in yeah the the what the Twitter sphere would, you know, give their huge thumbs up to, right? Um, But also, it's sort of awesome because now that's less important than ever in a lot of ways because, like, Laravel is going to keep me from doing anything, not anything super stupid, but there's a lot of guardrails in place already, right, around, like, what I can do and how I should do it. And so there is a lot of help there that I didn't have 20 years ago when I first did it, that it was just Wild West. It's like, oh yeah, now this is like how all the PHP
0: classes ended up in the database. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah.
1: laughs> so uh, there's all this good stuff now and it's like, oh yeah, it's like fun to be in there and doing it. And so like, I can make that decision of like, yeah, you know what? Like I could hire somebody to like do this, but there's an element at the foundational level of an application that embedding the other things I know that are not programming related, but that if they're not in at the foundation, impact all the rest of the whole application that me doing right now is, is very useful for. And at some point, I don't need to be the person who dots every I and crosses every T, but at a certain point early on here, that it does make a lot of sense for me to be doing it since I know how to do it. And mostly I just like doing it so uh it's fun yeah it's fun yeah Yeah, i
0: I think there is like i think there is a big like uh the ethos of laravel feels more aligned to how i feel and the ethos of let's say like next js feels very like not focused on how fast can we ship something of value but how technically interesting can we do a certain task right laravel feels like hey we these things they're kind of facades they're kind of static accessors like doesn't really matter it's gonna make it fast easy and testable (laughs) and i don't care what you call it like it doesn't who who cares just like keep going like oh the user the user model can save itself yeah yeah it doesn't matter just like just keep going it doesn't matter just go faster (laughs) and i feel like with you know other frameworks i don't want to pick specifically on next but other frameworks it's like well technically you have to do it this way it's like i don't
1: i just don't care yeah <laughs> i know we we're always kicking the javascript people on here but i just feel like uh, to me yeah, it's, a, it's to. like Vercel. like Vercel is the poster child for this to me because like, yes they're just i mean they're ostensibly i mean for literally like a year and a half i didn't even know what they did like i know what no problem idea what they did. are you
0: solving yes. i didn't know what the
1: company did they're just always like shipping design stuff and javascript things i'm like i don't know what you yes. actually do so, okay, there are some kind of hosting thing for next, I guess, or whatever. <laughs> Fine. Like, that's as far as I've gotten. They host front-end <laughs> stuff. Great. And they still are oh, only all front this front-end? <laughs> so, there's, like, all this money in that world. <laughs> We're back to where do you so host your front-end? So much
0: money. So but much so money. There's so much money.
1: I just feel like there's so many people that, are, like, have all this time to, like, ultra-optimize yes. on, like, this weird shit. And it's, like, in yep. the end, you know, when all the money runs out. It's yes. just going to be back to like, what did you do for the customers? What did you ship that people found valuable and were willing to pay money for? And then all this stuff will go away, just like it always does, like every cycle where like whatever, cycle. whatever the hot thing is, Ruby at one point or whatever, like this, whatever hot thing, all the money's in there. And everybody's arguing about what the best way to do whatever is. And then it all goes away eventually. And only the people left standing are people who, you know, did something that people found actually valuable and not just like, sort of
0: like Shopify. Did you see their black Friday numbers yeah, on Ruby? It's crazy. They're on rails and my sequel and they did <laughs> right. like unbelievable numbers. It's like y'all this, all this boring stuff still works. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, that's the
1: other thing. It's yeah. Fine. That was super interesting. And they have like a mix of 5.7 and eight different yeah. my sequel clusters and like all kinds of stuff going on. It's like amazing how far you can push this stuff. If you know what, if you ship something valuable enough, then it's like, yeah, whatever. We can just solve this problem with money. Like we just hire all the good engineers, and like they just somehow make MySQL scale yes. to eight gazillion transactions a second. Well, um, HubSpot,
0: HubSpot's also on MySQL, and they're using Vitesse. They host it. You know, they they run mm. their own stuff. They don't have any affiliation with us, but they're mm-hmm. they're running. I think I just did an interview with them before I left um, mm. for for Planet Scale, and. They've got, I think, a team of five engineers and they're running, you know, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of databases. And it's like, well, that's pretty awesome. I feel like there's, like, the image I have in my head is, like, what is the, like, what is the thing on the horizon? Because I feel like the thing that I am, like, headed towards is building something cool. And along the way, I'm, like, becoming a better developer. Right? But the thing that I am not heading towards, Mm. I'm not heading towards, like, become a 10x engineer or whatever (laughs) if that happens along the way fantastic bully for me but like i am my my focus on the horizon is build things and along the way pick up skills
1: yeah yeah i'm the same way definitely it's like yeah the the programming skills are in service of yes the other goal right like whatever the the main goal is um yeah And I think it's sort of interesting because we're in this weird time where, like, on the one hand, it's like, there's all these guardrails and things are easier because you have these frameworks that make stuff easier. But then on the other hand, like, everything's also way more complicated. Like, in the old days, there was like a database and a web server, and that's it. Like, there there wasn't even anything else you could do. And now there's like, well, should I put my, you know, search engine on, should I use the built-in, right, SQL one? Or should I... Have a last search, yeah. or should I go to a Search, or should I do this thing or the other thing? Like every every single component is like a this whole decision tree of right. like do I want to outsource this or host it myself or build it myself or like whatever. There's all this stuff. Customer expectations of how fast things are and all that.
2: Yeah, so, it's all it's all a gotten there. more
1: complicated. Yeah. It's so much more complicated too, but oh man. So I don't know, but yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's I don't know. There's a lot. Yeah. We could go on a long enough. time with just that. But yeah. What else we have? What else we got going on here?
0: All right. You want to go to uh, my static out. site? You want to go to Laravel Pulse? Where you want to go?
1: <clears throat> I haven't looked at Pulse too much, um, but I am excited about it. I think Pulse
0: is going to be cool. All right. You want to go yeah. to static site first? We should go to your static site. Okay. So I have a bone to <sighs> pick with, you know, sometimes you put, have cards, for this. you put these cards in and I'm like, hey, man. So, so. The card says, what's up with Aaron's crazy, <laughs> what's up with Aaron's uh, crazy, it's all crazy, not static, <laughs> static site setup. It's so not static. if we, well, if we can go to the tape, I'm going to, yes. I'm going to rewind. We're going to go okay. to the tape where yeah. we talked about static site generators and we mm. were both like ridiculous. Right. Nobody needs them. Just use Agree. Laravel." Totally and good. then I, I come out with this great video about how I'm just using Laravel <laughs> and this card pops up that says Aaron has a crazy static site <laughs> So what what do you mean it's crazy? Uh, it's just Laravel. Do you,
1: but see, it's not, right? Because, I mean, now maybe I'm just misunderstanding what you're doing. Okay, let me give to the be rundown. Fair. You give the rundown of what your setup is and I'll,
0: I'll, I'll give say it the why rundown. it's crazy. Okay. So my site uh, is a Laravel site full, like not jigsaw, not. It's just right. Laravel, it's pure. It's just pure. A Laravel. it's just pure Laravel. Um, the way that I keep track of the content. So on my site, I've got a bunch of like articles that I've written on my site and elsewhere and videos that I've published on my channel and Planet scale channel. And basically the the crux of the site is a big list of things that I have done. And you can click right. out and read them, watch them, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, all of that is stored in a SQLite database. Um, the reason it's in a SQLite database is because I can just ship the entire site wherever I want. Um, where I want right now happens to be Laravel Vapor, but if I wanted to ship that to fly.io later or uh Digital ocean box, you know, I could do that because it's right. all just, you know, self-contained. Yep. Um. <clears throat> so to get Static site speeds. I have Cloudflare, which you love, active love investor. The cloud oh man, it's up five percent today. Flare. Let's go! Let's go! Oh, you check it every freaking day. Cloudflare, oh, baby. <laughs> so to get the static site speeds, I have this rule in Cloudflare that's just brute force cache. I'm with you, I'm everything, with you all the way, all around. Cash out and then and then and then okay so we're on we're on the straight and narrow so far That's SQLite weird. boring as could be Laravel Perfect alignment Cloudflare active investor I love it. okay so not crazy <laughs> yet nope and so when I deploy I make an API call to Cloudflare that says blow everything up I'm coming baby right? and so it just it just kills the cache yep and then the you. next time somebody requests it it'll hit Vapor it'll run through Cloudflare it'll cache yep what is crazy. So that's
1: all not crazy but that's all it is no but you're leaving out a step in the video you had this whole other step where you do some local stuff and then you push the local stuff to the server but you don't need to do that what are you talking about what
0: are you talking about
1: Am I just am I just wrong on this? I thought you do oh, some local. Oh, I sync
0: down like I I call the YouTube API and see like what are the new videos? How many views do they have? Yeah, but can't you That's just do all crazy. that stuff on
1: the website? Like, why do you have to pull everything down and republish it up? And you could just do that on I'm the live website.
0: But couldn't so, that just so be so on here, there? So you can't write to SQLite in Vapor because the Vapor file system oh, is it's ephemeral it's just going to get blown mm. away. Yeah. And so what I do so locally is the problem here. Vapor's not a problem. How dare it's a you? Problem.
1: It's vapor's a little bit of a problem. problem.
0: It's, it's not a problem in GitHub I don't actions. I like this Here's, whole
1: step that you, you have a whole series of local steps, which to me is
0: against the spirit of e- what they we're they talking don't even, about. They don't even have to, they don't even have to be local. I run them in GitHub actions. So GitHub when I, actions. when I push, when I push to GitHub, <laughs> uh-huh. when I push to GitHub, it runs this action. that's like, Hey, mm. Has Aaron published any new videos? Let's put those on the website. So part of this is like gathering digital detritus from all across the internet and putting it somewhere. But couldn't you just do where that where people with a cron? Can see it. But
1: again, see, I think this is like a vapor. It's because you you're it. you insistent on being on vapor that you ha- you can't just have a cron job and a command that does this.
0: Okay. Okay. Well, if I'm, on, if I'm on fly.io and then I blow the box away and rebuild it. Then the SQLite database is gone. It's SQLite. It's not vapor. I'm just saying, I think that
1: I think this is you've overcomplicated it to me. Just put I've it on. I've undercomplicated it. No, just put it on DigitalOcean. Just put it on a well, server. Wanna... And then you wouldn't have to do all those I... steps. You just eliminate 10 steps if you just have it on a server.
0: No. Yes, but then I have yes. to manage then I have to manage a server. And I have no, to manage, manage the, SQL, the server a SQL stays database. Up
1: no, you can still use SQLite. Then then you could actually use SQLite because you can write to it on that server. You can just no, do everything you're talking no, about no, doing no, no, on no. the server. Yes, yes, yes. No. This is
0: crazy. This is my system is less complicated. No, it's way describing. more complicated.
1: Why is it more complicated? Because you should never have command. to push. Why would you ever what do you push mean the never local have to push? Unless you were changing the website, if you're like changing the design or whatever, fine. But like otherwise you shouldn't if you just put it on a droplet yeah. You could have a command that sucks in your new YouTube videos, whatever, whatever it does. Mm-hmm. When it finds mm-hmm. something new, it clears the cache, mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. it. And you don't ever have to push anything mm-hmm. from local ever. You're mm-hmm. pushing a bunch of stuff yeah. from local, but you don't ever have to do that. If it was just on a regular server, you wouldn't have to do that. Yeah, I Hoisted by you your own batard. Hoisted by your own batard. <laughs> you I don't have to, do, to that. do that. I don't have to.
0: <laughs> you uh, have even to. now, you now can't GitHub Get GitHub actions does it for me. Only on push. No, it's on a oh. schedule.
1: Oh, okay, it's on a schedule. Well, you said every time it pushes. You said when oh, it, it pushes, happens just, it. it happens then too. All right. I don't know. This is very complicated. It,
0: run, it runs at midnight. You can't tell me this story night. is less
1: complicated than a pure Laravel app just so with a SQLite database and a command. Man. No, it's not. It's not less complicated than that. It just is. It can't it's,
0: be. It can't be. It's, so much less complicated it's not. than that it is it's a sqlite database and i just put stuff in it and then i can just ship it wherever i want that's so much less complicated no but
1: you can still use sqlite it's just on the server you don't need this whole local step you could write you could publish on the server mm-hmm. right you could just have it be all on the server you don't need a I local don't see anything
0: why I, I, what is the problem with the local something
2: I'll though just say
1: it's like an extra thing that i don't think you need it's like a whole extra series of <laughs> steps that are unnecessary that's just my, so it can be on a serverless platform. But what do you care if you're the not that's on serverless? Because I don't,
0: I, don't I don't have any complaints. I don't have to do anything. It's serverless. I mean, I, I'm good with Vapor f- and
1: for like an actual application, there's a great use case for uh, pejorative, Lambda and Actual. Things. I'm
0: going to call, I'm going to say actual was pejorative. Just i say Like,
1: I don't know if it it's needs great, like 99.9999% nine, 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 nine uptime. Like, it me once like every three four years cents. you go down for a, Three hours, like it's not a big deal. No, no,
0: you're not buying. This it? is this Jeez. is no. This is a generational. Yeah, we've been we've been so on the
1: same page. <laughs> we've been so on the same page this whole time.
0: Yeah, I don't know, man. I find it so easy. And here's the thing: I don't ever mm. think about syncing content locally. Like I don't ever think about pulling the YouTube and the transistors. Like I have. Our podcast feed i've got both youtube channels i don't ever think about like pulling that down locally i just am Mm. like writing my little articles make my little css tweaks commit push and then the github actions like oh while i'm here might as well pull down all the new content update the view counts on youtube and then then we'll push it out i guess i just
1: think in the purest form of the laravel as as static site with cloudflare Uh
2: The uh-huh. purest
1: form of that is a truly pure Laravel app. If you have something that needs to happen on the schedule, it has a command and a cron, and that's what gets pushed up one time unless you're like, making structural changes. And then that's it. And then Cloudflare does its thing. You can have whatever. You can refresh the cache if something changes. Mm-hmm. And there's no other steps necessary. There's like the, the, the minimalist version is just pure Laravel on a server and Cloudflare. That's all you actually need to do. I guess that's what I'm saying. I could,
0: I could see that. I could see that as long as we're on the same page about SQLite being a nice, like, yeah, I'm fine with SQLite.
1: But SQLite like works an, on the server just fine. You can write to it on the server. It,
0: it does, but you can't. You can't like, like getting uh, SQLite. You being can't. A you file. can't do it
1: on Vapor because it's ephemeral. But it, on a server, you could do it. You,
0: right. On a server, you could go in and get all the content and dump it down and bring it home if you needed to, like, back it up or, you know, switch well, yeah, I mean, providers backups or whatever. You could just
1: turn on the backups for a dollar a month or whatever. But I you, like,
0: like I like the site being self-contained, both like presentation and data. I like that all being in a single like it's GitHub in the repo. Git repo. OK, so yes. you're on the GitHub
1: repo as, because even with, I was just thinking about this. Even with Vapor, you can connect the EFS file system stuff and you could put your SQLite database on that. And then you would have your, I Vapor. could, that is true. I mean, now I we're getting more a, complicated. I, a, I think this
0: is getting
2: away yeah, from the simplicity, that crazy. I, That's yeah. crazy for an
1: actual, for an
0: actual website, maybe. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, but, yeah. but uh,
1: so yeah I, I, yeah, I the Git aspect's sort of interesting there. The self-contained
0: um, unit is is hmm. um, is aesthetically pleasing to me. I mean, it's like this is run, my this is my bundle of my website content included.
1: You could have Git running on the server, and you could have it. What do I do? Git the on the server? I don't want. I'm saying if you, wanna wanna all all repo, if you want to push it that. back into the repo, I don't. If you do want that. to, that's if you were like, Git that important to you, I'm just saying,
0: it's not. I just like I just like having it all. As like a bundled unit, it makes perfect
1: more psychosis sort sense of situation. To, this is a who's on first situation, is what this is.
0: It makes uh, perfect sense. This is the first I time I've ever used this. SQLite. It's I, great. We have. I never really I'm right. used it. I'm right. I want to. I want
1: to try to use it for something. Well, I've got I a should... great
0: video <laughs> <laughs> on, how to, on how to run uh, your site off of it. I
1: mean, you could even get into that. Like, you don't even need SQLite. You could just have like files and what's it? What do you need the for? Like, you don't really need that. I tried Sushi.
0: I tried Sushi, um, which is Caleb's thing. Mm-hmm. And it's great. It's great for a single, like a single model. But then once you start, um, it broke down for me a little bit when I started like pulling stuff down from APIs. Like the transistor API and the YouTube and all that, like it started to break mm. down a little bit in terms of like, this isn't actually, you can do it. It's just not super built for that. Right. So that's when the like, the crazy synchronized commands came mm. in where I would just pull it down and write it to a SQLite database. Cause that's what Sushi does anyway. Mm.
1: You could put it into JSON files or XML files. You could leave it as RSS feed. I, I mean, there are there are options out there if you want to go totally And I've chosen the pure. best one. Yeah, <laughs> I don't this know. This the database seems a little shit. bit of extra complexity, but
0: it's not terrible. I no, because the then I get like, to use Eloquent. Then I get to use that Eloquent. That is nice. Yeah. Yeah. So I can just say like, oh, you clicked the videos tab. You know, content where type equals video. It's like, ah, oh, I'm just using... Plain old eloquent, which is nice. You'll appreciate this
1: since you are a man who's built an advanced eloquent tool at yes, one point. Yes, tell me. But just eloquent, doesn't it just like blow your fucking mind? Like there's just times yes. where like does that it I can have things does. where like I could just return the query builder and then yes. somewhere totally else can do something with that query and add to it. And then something yes. else is, like runs the query. And like, this sounds complicated, but actually makes total sense in this, an actual use case here. And it's just and like, you can pass so query amazing. builders
0: into query builders that's for really, sub queries. Yeah. And yes, yes it that's is all crazy. It is unbelievably good. I'm so I'm good. maybe just based on time spent with Eloquent. I'm, I've am i got to be up there in terms of right like top few percentage of people <laughs> that have really gone super deep into Eloquent because of the filter builder, and at every level, at every layer, it is very good. It is very good.
1: There, I'm going to go into the archive here for the for the fans of the podcast here. So, Taylor, when he worked at UserScape, very, very early, Eloquent was totally different. It was all built different. Um, I guess this was Laravel three, and Oof. whatever. We were hitting stuff with it, whatever. I li- It's so long ago now that I don't even really remember the details, but he was like, this is all shit. It's terrible, right? <laughs> he literally went off. And he went off and we were watching Breaking Bad at the time. He went off and like into this, like, he was just in this like fugue state or something where he's just like big brain, his brain expanded. <laughs> and he came back out like a day later, maybe it was two days later. I'm picturing and Moses and, coming
2: down with that's the tablets. That's <laughs> what it was
1: like. That's literally what it was like. And he was like, I cracked it. He's like, and it was just like all built and done. It was like the eloquent you have today, like the core obviously is a million other functions now, but like the core is was is what it is now. And he just like had totally reinvented it. And we were all just like, whoa, like this is crazy. Like it was, it was the most insane Incredible. thing I have ever seen. I don't even think he, he, I think he, he was like, I don't even know how I did it. I don't remember anything. Like it just like flowed out of him. But uh, yeah. God, God so wrote good. it with
0: his own finger. It's, into it's, it's, it's like a Tupac it lyric along yeah. that
1: line. God's got his hand on his brain, type of thing. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah, it's good. It's, it's really so good. good, and that's why oh, wow. I like. That's another one of those like gaps I have in my knowledge. When people are like complaining about ORMs, I'm like, oh. Mm-hmm. Maybe your ORM just sucks. Like ours is right. really, really good,
1: and it's still. And then it even it makes it very easy when you do have to drop down into a raw statement or something. If you yes, need to big time get in and do something super special because you have a weird scenario, like fine, you can do that, and yep. it'll still do all the niceties around the raw element you need or whatever. Oh, and you can just use a straight DB builder which works yep. just like eloquent the base builder. So the like, base, the base great. builder, like you could just, I do that a lot with just writing yep. straight queries. So there's like, yeah, all that, that whole subsystem there is so good.
0: I remember. So when, yeah, when Colleen and I were working on the Ruby version of refine, which is that filter builder. <sighs> mm-hmm. I remember, I remember like working with her, we would pair a lot and we would work together and I would try to explain like, how something worked on the Laravel side. So she could reinvent it on the Ruby <laughs> or the rails active record side. And it was just worse. Right. And she would even comment like, Oh, that is, that's really like easy for y'all. Yep. Huh? Like I got to yep. do all these, I got to jump through all these hoops and like m- add these extra nodes that I'm then later going to have to remove. Cause I don't really right. have that affordance here. And I remember thinking, yeah, ours is ours is pretty slick. It? Yeah. <laughs> it really, is. so I've seen I've seen a lot of Rails as active record, and it's yeah. good, but it's it is it's not it's not as good. Eloquent is
1: so good. I feel like
0: there's Eloquent so much so other good. stuff
1: in the ecosystem now that like now like Eloquent used to be like the big thing, and now it's sort of mm-hmm. like I feel like people don't talk about it as much because it's like it's whatever. There's, stakes, all, there's yeah. Pulse and there's all this other stuff, right? There's yeah. all this there's huge Octane ecosystem, and horizon right? Yeah, and, there's yeah. all kinds of stuff but eloquent just itself is just so when you just work with it, it's just so nice. It's just like even stuff like syncing, you know, with when you have a like many to many table or whatever, like just stuff like that, like the pivots and like accessing another column on a pivot, like all this stuff is like there and thought out and like just so clean to work with. And when you just look at the code, it makes sense. Somebody else can follow it. Like it's it's yes. Just love it. Yes.
0: Go. If you haven't drilled down dear listener, go like, go around down there it's yeah it's very good and the traits for the relationships are wild like how all of that how all the you know one to one one to many all that
1: stuff is like
2: I don't know how it works
1: inside I I, 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 I don't go in there I just enjoy it on the surface I'm like this is great I don't want to know how it works I just love that it works it's so good You'll, um, you'll be
0: happy there's no disappointment down there if you go down there and look you'll be like ah i am glad i met my heroes this is wonderful down
1: here <laughs> oh man all right what else should we hit we're out we're hour 20 here are we going are we going deeper
0: uh just let me hit laravel pulse here for a second yeah
1: let's do it Have you I
0: gone think laravel on pulse this? uh a little bit i talked with mm. jess and tim a little bit on um how they're doing some of the query stuff and I think also Jess went into what what did you call it a fugue state? Yeah, a fugue state. Yeah, that's a new one. Also, at, yeah. rejoinder and fugue. Um, I think just after we talked, went into a fugue state and like reworked a bunch of the stuff because they're storing a lot of data, a lot of like time series data, which you know mm-hmm. relational databases can struggle with sometimes. But Laravel Pulse is you know this dashboard high level overview card-based system for like keeping track of stats and stuff on your yeah. on your application. Um, and I reached out to Jess and Tim and was like, hey, I want to write one, you know, for MySQL in Rose Red, because it's like mm. it approximates, you know, planet scale insights, but it's worse. And so like I want people to know that like this is a way you can look at like how your database or how actually how your queries are either missing indexes or you know right. running too much or whatever um, with the idea that that will then lead to like oh we should get the better version which is plain skill insights right. and so Jess helped me write a card for my sequel in odb status and it's just like it's another it feels to me like another um, like another nova where they provided this unbelievable scaffolding in infrastructure mm. and infrastructure and you can now come in and be like, ah, I want to write a little card for this thing. And it's like, I'll get right. here and I'll listen to this and I'll put out this. And now it's beautiful. Um, and it's going to be, I think even easier than Nova cause it's all live wire. And so you don't have to like have your view assets get bundled and packaged and shipped. And right. you know, I've done a ton of Nova as well. And it's like, mm. that's, it's a little bit difficult to, to customize because of the front end right. asset story. Mm. Um, so I don't know when pulse is coming out, you know, I think they have, been furiously reworking some of the roll-ups to get like the the stats working correctly but it's mm. going to be really good and i've got i think i have some secret ideas on things to do <laughs> wait so did, wanna, you build this, wanna...
1: did you build this card already have you built with it yet, so no?
0: jess Jess built it and then we had a call to go over how it how it was all built so i have okay. a repo i didn't build it but she used it as the first like how would a third party Mm. hard e-built and i think it oh, you know revealed a few rough edges um mm. but then after that we spent like two hours talking about queries and stuff and um they're just everyone at laravel is just so smart yeah I <laughs> know. they're just so smart like i was Amazing. talking to jess and i was like have you thought about this she's like yeah i thought about this but what about this this and this and i was like oh, yeah, that's a really good point <laughs> <laughs> um so no i haven't built it yet but i have beyond the my you know rose red whatever um I think I have some ideas for things that could be cool for Pulse, and I, I don't want to get scooped, so I'm not going to say them yet. But are these commercial ex- commercial
1: I, ideas? Open source? I don't ideas? think
0: so. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. I think it's going to be primarily open source, primarily like content, but could be. I don't know. I, I just don't want to get scooped. But yeah. stay tuned. I think it'll be. Right. I think it'll this be really exciting. interesting, and I think. I think it's um, it's a good meta framework for certain like time series data stuff so is it gonna be
1: um like you i, I assume it's going to be usable for just all kinds of dashboardish type things does that seem yes. accurate not just That's, sort of server statistics even though that is correct. what it's gonna come out of the box with yeah yes, so i mean i've always wanted a good dashboard type thing but it's just never like I know I used was there grasshopper or something. I don't know. There's one. There's a couple of mm-hmm. them out there that are like these dashboard type things, but they never really stuck. And
2: right, I don't know. But if
1: it's just like part of the app, and then right, you can do other stuff in there. Like that seems pretty cool. Like it's all in yeah. one spot, and uh all the trickiest stuff to wire up in some sense is like already there because like the, it's on the server. Exactly. With the server stuff, and then okay, now I can just call APIs for like whatever stripe or whatever other right. other stuff i want to just pull in for other cards yep. on the dashboard and all the
0: timing functions are handled for you and like the you know the display is all handled for you and like you're not is it building storing,
1: out it's not storing individual row entries i assume it's like it's like incrementing
0: that is some of the wizardry that i think jess has been working on the past yeah. week or two is like how do you store enough unaggregated data to be interesting, but not too much that it is a right. bottleneck the, and like, right. It wrecks yeah. your so server because you're
1: storing every, every query. Yeah, or whatever. We
0: went super into like window functions and rolling up and stuff. And I mm. think, I think she has found a novel approach that I have yet to see, but from what I mm. understand, it's incredibly smart, which surprises nobody. Um, so, so I'm, excited, I'm excited yeah. for it. I think it's a. I think it's a big one for for Laravel Inc.
1: This is one of the things I'll I'll definitely be digging around in that code because I think um, this is one of the things for HelpSpot in the future here that like we've always just queried the database for reports, mm-hmm. just like pure and yeah. But the database can be huge, and right. so like then those queries are obviously terrible because it's like database doesn't really like to do that in in the traditional relational database so. Um, it's like, yeah, do you like have reporting tables that do some type of aggregation or something like that? Um, so you can report cause I'm, I am a fan of the real time report. I do. That's another downside of dynamo DB is like, you're pretty much stuck. There are some real time solutions, but you're kind of mostly stuck with like things that are not really real time. And I do prefer to have real time reporting. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'll be interested to see what they come up with. If they have something cool in there, I can, crib from that would be yep. pretty awesome or maybe things make their way back into eloquent and laravel that help with these sort yep. of things who knows or another yeah, and i forget
0: i forget that we have non laravel listeners whom we love dearly so uh pulse.laravel.com um, mm, yeah. shows you the the overview it's a dashboard it says vital signs in real time and it's going to be a free open source package and the cards that they highlight are like CPU percentage and it's a little spark chart and memory and storage and like how heavy like how backed up are your queues and how many cache hits have you had and misses and stuff like that. And so they're pitching it as like a lightweight APM um uh, application performance monitor something like that. Something like that. Um yeah. god, what did Taylor say on the Laravel podcast? He's like I think of it as a family doctor. He's like I think of it as a family mm. doctor um and if you see a problem you need to go oh he's the best yeah i know it's like if you see a problem you need to go to your specialist so he's like we don't have all the stuff that for example a century would have but like this is it's all aggregated if you see something go dig in somewhere else so Yeah.
1: yeah um i thought it was kind of interesting too did you see uh dhh um Talking here about. we go you know they're doing the once whatever the once, some kind yeah. of software or whatever we don't have to go back into all that but he he released he tweeted
0: yes about an authentication, the authentication. Concern.
1: yes an authentication concern that's going to ship with this once thing they're shipping yeah. whatever. and i was like you know this is like they're getting they realize that laravel is like so far ahead of them in some of yeah. these ways where like laravel just ships like five different types of authentication you want like it's totally done for you you want it's kind of done for you you want it's not really done for you you want it's like almost not all done for you but just a little bit like it's got everything it's like oh and a lot of other stuff he announced that rails world Conf too i think was along these lines of like flushing out the ecosystem where so that's interesting out there
0: i read those tea leaves differently when he Mm. tweeted that authentication concern i read that as a dig to the Uh, authentication startups not to Laravel Mm. but to like the clerk.devs of the world it's like outsource your authentication to us for only you know $24 a user and you're like wait hang on back up um so that it is interesting. Maybe, maybe that's
1: true. Maybe my Laravel bias uh, blinded me. I took that. But, maybe my gets,
0: anti-JavaScript bias <laughs> blinded me. <laughs>
1: it does. It does also come. I think it'll depend on what it actually is. Like if you could only get right. this authentication concern when you buy the product, well, then obviously that's not right. like a, a Laravel type thing because Laravel ships you all this stuff for free. So, right. Um, but if it is, no, like this is a thing that you get for free separate from the product part um that anybody can just use i think
0: it's yeah i think it's more of like a a a secondary or tertiary benefit of buying whatever maybe so in which case then it's it's much
1: more like what you're saying which that's a whole other thing we haven't talked about i i went very deep not just me i actually hired chris Fidow to go deep on these authentication startup as a service
0: yeah as a service
1: because i'm like you know what It's always a pain in the ass to build. I mean, Laravel gives you a lot, but we need like SAML. We need Active Directory. We need more than what Laravel gives. Okay. So there's more than that. So it's like, it's always a pain in the ass to build these things. It's a security thing. This is like, you know, people are trying to hack me and all this stuff. It's like, well, a company that just does this is sort of interesting. If it's not an insane amount of money, that you know, whatever. It's like less dev time. It's going to be more secure potentially and whatever. Let let me see. This is all the hotness, right? Everybody's doing this. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh man, I went to Auth0. I was like, all right, Auth0.
2: Tell me this should be like, this should be like, these are, they're owned by the
1: Okta, whatever. Like, yeah. Okta. First of all, I like their business is insane. The whole business is totally insane. Let's just start there. None of these people, none of these services even dealt with multi-tenancy until like very recently like all of them are like we just released our multi-tenant thing and i'm like who's even using this except for multi-tenant oh, like internal applications with just one group of authenticated users like is that mm-hmm. really who's using it? i don't know so the whole thing is bizarre to begin with their pricing tell me is completely insane it was like <laughs> so, so so they had this multi-tenant ostensibly uh-huh. and i'm like okay yeah. i need the saml that's like basically why i want this is for like the saml authentication. OK, well, how many are you going to have? I was like, well, just in the customers we have now, we're probably going to have like 60, 70, 80, 100, like a, a good size number of customers who need this. Yeah. Oh, well, that that's right there. You have to go on our maximum tier. I was like, how can my little company? You're that's like already on couple, the maximum couple tier? million in revenue. We're on the maximum tier. I'm like, wait a minute. So, OK, we're at the
0: maximum. There goes your couple tier. million, by the way. Right, They're exactly. about to take all of that.
1: So, okay. So, they're, and then they're like, that is per user on top of. So, it's gonna be like the base price for a thousand active users was like $40,000 a year. (gasps) And I was like, are you guys insane? I was like, nobody's paying this. I refuse to believe it. Like, no, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, listen, that's just nuts. (laughs) That doesn't make any sense. (laughs) Like, who's paying $40,000 a year for like a thousand users? Like, that's, the whole thing is insane so then i looked at some of these other ones but like you know whatever there's like the clerk one has reasonable pricing yeah. but like you know the whole thing they're in the versell circle of like oh all time, the logos sure. are this just yeah, the yeah, other yeah. Vercel companies i'm like i don't know like this company's gonna go out of business and then my authentication is gonna go away and that's a right, huge there problem there goes your right? users table right. <laughs> yeah. yeah so that's a bummer so then I'm like, I right, forget it. We're just gonna have to just build it ourselves, like we always do, and nobody yeah. else does. But it's like I love the idea of it. I do love the idea of it, but it's I, I I don't understand who's buying it. I don't I don't know if you have any insights here, but I I don't understand. No, I model I don't are. have any <laughs> in, any insights except it, 40, seems, it seems insane like, to whoa, me, Yeah, yeah, it's
0: crazy. And then that Amazon is a higher a price too. than I could have than I could have even imagined. Yeah. Amazon th- what do does have? Is have there's solution. like
1: cognito or yeah cognito and it's much more reasonably pro- like the pricing's fine
0: I'm sure yeah but Probably very it's bare also bones, too
1: insane well that does everything you know it's like every amazon thing it does everything but right. like to get it to do everything you know is like you know, yep. a big gigantic project that's way bigger yep. than like building it yourself and whatever so yeah and it had some weird edge cases we did he Fidelper went very deep on cognito most of all of them um because it was like the pricing is fine but it has these weird limits um in different spots that were going to be a problem where you might have to have multiple accounts to get around some of these limits because there's like some actual hard limits in certain spots and i'm just like whatever this is a, nah, it's, a, it's already getting so complicated that obviously no. we just gotta no do it ourselves, for me yeah but, yeah so but yeah Man. so that was my little adventure down the path of $40,000 I, I literally couldn't believe it like I was like I cannot believe that that's accurate I was like you should double check this he's like no that's the price blah, 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 blah. I'm like
0: I mean open AI is using crazy uh Auth0 right so like yeah, I think they get think a lot billion
1: billion so you know
0: yeah I think a <laughs> lot of these big companies are using it but I just yeah it just continues yeah, so to of course. right me. so
1: I guess it, right, it's one of those things where like if you're a huge company and you have lots of money well, okay, it's like $40,000 base, and then you're gonna pay probably too much per user, but it's still only a few cents per active user a month. So, whatever, if your bill is half a million dollars a year or a million dollars a year or $4 million a year, but you don't ever have to think about authentication and you know it's done really well, fine. Like, you know, so this is a little bit of that kind of case. Like for OpenAI, yeah. maybe it makes sense for Userscape and HelpSpot. Like, it probably doesn't make any sense. (laughs) Not not, not so much. Yeah, yeah, so whatever. But it's at the same time, like, it's very weird. Like, why even sell? Like, just go the full, like, we don't sell to you. Like, we're not for you. We don't sell to you. Don't waste our time. I mean uh that's what
0: you got is the soft we don't sell to you i mean essentially yes well i took some guys time for an hour you know like i don't know it's like just well he gets to put a number up on his board that's like i I did an initial discovery call this (laughs) week don't fire me i'm making my (laughs) quota whatever yeah
1: yeah that was bizarre that whole world i don't know man
0: yeah, so DHH is going to ship a authentication concern. There you yeah, go.
1: I guess we'll see if that's interesting. We'll see if that's the product
0: is. or just a view what source benefit of it. Yeah,
1: I'll be curious to see what they actually ship. So we'll see. I've, I yeah. don't really know. Um, I don't know. We got a couple other things here. We're we're already this far. I feel like we should knock a few of these we're, out.
0: We're, we're this far. What do you got? I, I picked uh, the last few. What do you got? Um,
1: we already, we talked about shoes inside the house is that that's just old on here, right?
0: We didn't I don't know if we here. did talk about shoes inside the house. I you can't we wear shoes inside it the house like, yeah maybe you that's have it. to wear shoes inside the nah, house shoes yeah.
1: inside the house is insane. like you can't wear shoes in the house your shoes are yeah, you you stepping on dog to poop wear them. and all those things now you got all uh, I, I think i said this stuff. on twitter
0: i simply do not step on dog poop i think <laughs> How that's do you my strategy yourself?
1: you don't ever walk in grass How is that do what you? you're telling me you don't ever walk in grass <laughs> are you micro analyzing the grass in front of you as you walk you're stepping <laughs> in dog shit i
0: get to you no it's walk on the d- deer, sidewalk i don't know. live in new york city there's not human <laughs> fecal matter on oh, every stop. sidewalk okay well, I,
1: I hope Laracon's in Dallas because I'm gonna be looking with an eagle eye. Let me tell you.
0: <laughs> I actually really hope it's in Dallas too. Yeah, that'll be fun. You'll that have to show would us all around. Be very helpful if it were in Dallas. Um, but I don't know. Shoes
1: inside the house. I feel like you take your shoes off. I mean, listen, we have a party with people over. We're not like
0: everybody take their shoes off. We're we're those like, yeah,
1: whatever. People. Fine. We're not those people we're not all the way to that. But like day in, day out, I take my shoes off. I got my slippers right there. Boom, I'm in the no. slippers. So you gotta have the slippers. I'm not that, that, that's, walk maybe, that's maybe the problem slippers. maybe
0: I don't have the right maybe I don't have the right oh, equipment but man, I wear shoes the inside Bean the house slippers. all day every day yeah. I have release your feet on.
1: baby release your feet
0: I feel so secure when I have a, a pair of old Nikes on inside the house
1: L.L. Bean slippers baby just spend the money it's like gonna be 75 dollars or whatever I
0: think I, so nice. I think I had them at one point but it just felt you know it felt I'm not getting dressed up, but it felt a little slovenly to like walk around with slippers on all day. It felt a little. It felt a little uh, like I'd given up a little bit.
1: Slippers, man, just give in, just cave. It's so warm and fuzzy okay. in the winter. It's yeah. so good.
0: You so wear good. slippers like with shorts around the house. Oh, you're damn right, I do. Slipper.
1: Oh, I man. I come into my mudroom from the garage. I take uh-huh. my sneakers off. My slippers are right there. Boom! My feet are in the slippers. My feet do not leave the slippers till bed. I take the slippers off. I go to bed. That's no. what I
0: do. Yeah.
1: So it's, it's like I'm wearing shoes in a sense, but they're not covered in yeah, dogs. Yeah, but you got the feeties. It's, <laughs> it's just, it's just I don't a know, nice what slipper. What
0: is the problem with your, the dog population in your area? But and I then, just, then wait till I've...
1: your kids. You have four kids. You realize, what well, a mess your house is going to be. All these kids running around with their muddy, filthy shoes take those shoes off beautiful
0: yeah different rules for adults though i can do whatever i want because i own the house the kid the kids might have to take their shoes off that's not gonna work i'll tell you that right now (laughs) (laughs) i know the kids aren't there's not gonna be there's not gonna be eight pairs of slippers at the back door i know that no no, the kids tend
1: to go without slippers although my middle kid's now into the slippers so he's got some slippers the other ones generally don't wear slippers but
0: this shocks me. They got the young okay.
1: feet. They don't need slippers, you know. They're all. They don't um, need
0: slippers. Yeah, they don't need yeah. that
1: reinforcement. I need the reinforcement, and I need the warmth. Uh, it's,
0: it's cold I up don't here. it's crazy. I feel like I feel like I'm on the I'm on the I'm in the minority here. I think a lot <laughs> of people are like don't wear shoes in the house. I just like wearing shoes. I mean,
1: I grew up always wearing shoes in the house. I have to say, I always wear shoes in the house. But I don't know. Once I got my own house, I was like, nah. My wife's a, here- like very cleanly and she's like she's super into organization. She doesn't wear shoes in the house. And I was like, oh I won't wear shoes in the house either. And here
0: here is here's a hot a hot take I have mm. on on shoe related uh mm. conversation. A, a man's toes mm. should never be seen in the workplace. <laughs> oh in the workplace. ever oh, okay. um, if, and, and unless yeah. unless a man is about to fall into a body of water his toes should never be seen, especially not in the workplace.
1: I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. Okay. Male toes are disgusting. That's why. Female disgusting. toes are, are usually very
0: nice. Male toes are disgusting. Neutral. Yes. A man's toes? You know, very few man
1: toes are, are worth it. If you're
0: at. wearing flip flops into an office, no respect. <laughs> no respect. I don't want to see your toes. Men in general, like... This isn't a 4th of July pool party? Yeah.
1: Men should be covered up in general. Even if you're buff, I almost feel like you're... Like, the male body is just not (laughs) aesthetically pleasing. Whereas, like, the female body is aesthetically pleasing. Just like... I'm not talking about sexuality here. Even, I'm just saying, like, the shapes and the curves. You're just
0: saying that we're grotesque? I'm saying men are grotesque. Like, just... There's
1: no... The shape makes no sense. Like, it's we're just utilitarian like let's just face it right we're just there to, to deliver
0: we're just there to and lift
1: heavy things yeah but like but the female body is like all sculpted and nice and yeah. like that's uh, so
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah I we would, gotta I log off man it's too late it's it's too late all right, Ooh, we, this one's yeah. been on the list for a
1: while. We're just going right, to go back to another one. Tell me, tell me. tell me. Workout routine. What's your workout routine? This oh, is related, yeah, man, related, related to your those. disgusting yeah. body. Do you <laughs> have a workout no, routine? No, my grotesque
0: no? body has no workout nothing? routine. Nothing? You I don't, got don't do anything? Nothing. Really? I got nothing right now. Right. Yeah. Okay. there They're just, yeah, it's bad. It's not great. I, I need something, mm. but I don't have. Did I'm you not ever do the gym?
1: i never ever been a gym guy? Never a gym guy?
0: Never been a gym rat. um I think based on family, like physical structure, I could get really big, like mm. really buff. Cause mm. I have a, you know, a few brothers and my dad have all at one point been like big gym guys. Solid. Okay. So my time is coming at some point, yeah. but you know, the, the, the stars haven't lined up yet. I actually, my brother's a, a trainer and I, he lives in Galveston mm. and I told him, if you ever have like a month off, like, I don't know what you do. If you ever have a month off, <laughs> come up to Dallas and we'll do two days and I'll get really buff and it'll make great content. That sounds great. (laughs) This is the time you're on sabbatical from work. I I pitched it like six weeks ago and he was like, yeah, that sounds fun. Dude, if
1: you come out of this having a second set of twins, more well-rested and buff, that would be freaking insane. Yeah, Yeah, I know. That
0: would be insane i know i want to do it just for the story of like oh yeah. wow that guy he got strong on paternity leave like oh that's so great <laughs> but i don't know sounds like your a lot boss, of work do you work
1: your out boss. she's always she's she's oh, always my, tweeting about how buff she is and she she's lifting heavy things and like she's could doing all destroy
0: that stuff. me yeah yeah she that's like, how my wife, people, my wife is my wife there's a lot of people out. playing a scale she's that lift. A i don't get it yeah. I'm not really Do you into work
1: lifting. Out? We have. I used to go to the gym on and off. I've been back and forth. I've never been like buff, buff. But I, mean, I don't know. Now we have like a gym in our basement because we realized we can never actually get to the gym. Yep. So we have like a, the Peloton tread and the Peloton bike and weights and whatever. We don't have like the rack and everything. But and my wife uses it religiously every day, six days a week, and Sundays off. Wow. Um. I I will go through that is religious. Like Sundays lately, I've been <laughs> <laughs> lately I've been using it fairly often again but i my problem is like i'll use it and i'll have results and it's all good and then like i'll go on a trip or i'll get Mm. sick or whatever something happens that interrupts it and then i'm off it for like three
0: months you're either on um, or off the wagon whichever one yeah Yeah. whichever one i am it's like it goes
1: three to six months i just don't do it like i just fall out of the habit instantly and that's it because i don't really love it to begin with so it's like easy to like once i break the every morning going down there it just stops so i've been good lately about being back on it but We'll see. Hopefully it sticks. I'm trying to get, trying to keep it in shape here, but I don't care about being like buff, but I'm trying to just keep the heart rate up. You know, sitting all day. Yeah. It's not ideal.
0: Yeah. I think, I think I need some, I need some exercise for like, you know, longevity, but. I kinda wanna be buff at some point in my life. I, mean, I, w-
1: I wouldn't mind being buff, be but cool, I feel like the right? amount of time I don't see it happening unless I like sold the business or something. I'm like, where would I get the time yeah, to be buff? I that's don't know. that's
0: how I feel. And I can't sell the kids. Like I'm still, yeah, I have those. Yeah, for you're a gonna have me time, time to yeah. be buff for a while. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. While I feel like of all the things that have gone by the wayside, I feel like being buff is probably one of them.
1: Well, because one of the things you realize when you work out consistently for a long time is like the the level from like you you're in good shape but like you don't necessarily look aesthetically amazing but mm-hmm. like you're you know you can lift a good amount of weight the difference between that and being buff is like a giant freaking chasm like because like you just have to do so much more to get the buff than just to yeah. like sort of lift a reasonable amount of weight like you'll be lifting a reasonable amount of weight and your muscle looks exactly the same and you're like what the hell mm. why don't i look like all beefy like Arnold, but yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah i'm still a <laughs> grotesque lump. what the hell <laughs> No, because you have to lift an insane amount to get to, like, actually looking beefy. And you have to lose a bunch of fat. You have to, like, really super watch what Mm. you eat. Like, there's that whole aspect to it, too. So, there's a lot to it, but.
0: Yeah. Well, I'll just keep Uh, on this path then. There you go. We'll we'll reassess. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh, Yeah. We're getting all this. We're getting all this meal train food. Is meal train a thing in the North? It's like when when you have a baby, a friend sets up a meal train and they all sign up for it. I don't think we call it that, but yeah. So everybody's like, you know, everybody's bringing us these meals. And it's like, oh, we also, you know, we baked a bunch of cookies and oh, here's some you know here's some energy balls it's just like you know right. peanut butter and chocolate chips and it's like ah, i'll just have a couple of those, like, ah, of those what, what am i doing i'm not doing any work <laughs> but i'm just sitting around eating energy balls all day so that's the opposite yeah. of getting
1: buff on maternity i leave know come i on. can't come
0: i can't come back i can't come back uh big Up 20 pounds maternity leave yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not great
1: yeah oh man all right let's wrap it it's almost midnight i think we've we given the people.
0: Yeah. We, a little, (laughs) we skirted the line there. We should probably (laughs) end end while we're still ahead. Yeah, for sure. All
1: right. Well, uh, thank you all for listening. Mostly technical.com mostly technical pod. Nobody emailed us. I checked. Nobody emailed us. Mostly technical podcast at gmail.com. So any feedback on the 15 topics we talked about this week, (laughs) uh, send that over. (laughs) Otherwise good to be back on the air. We will, Try to get back at some point next week, I assume. Uh, yep. assuming everything's chill with the babies. And then uh, we'll just be playing it by ear a little bit here. But uh yeah, we'll should be semi regular at least uh going forward. So and and hopefully a holiday stream on the horizon if yes. we can get that organized. So
0: yes, if y'all All want right. to hear that, let us know because that yes. would be fun.
1: Yeah, that'll let us know you got to the end of this two hour podcast too, which would be <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. awesome. <laughs> All right, yeah. have a good one.
0: All right, see so, ya. Yeah. Uh,